0: Welcome to the Conversion Tracking Playbook, where we share how to overcome tracking challenges that e-commerce brands face today and real-world examples of transforming data into insights. Welcome back to another episode of the Conversion Tracking Playbook. I'm your host, Brad Redding. I have a short episode today that is focused on conversion optimization through the holiday season. So, we are in the middle of October, and really, you're likely in the midst of ramping up big campaigns and just prepping for Q4 as a whole. So, I wanted to share something that I had, I spoke about in a conference last week, which was a Black Friday summit, where I shared this concept of bandit testing and then some. Example experiments over the years that we've seen win pretty much uh, the majority of the time that you might be able to just R&D, and duplicate for yourself. So first thing, don't sleep on conversion optimization in Q4. It doesn't mean that you always need to be testing, A-B testing, having these really advanced tests that are major product page UI changes, etc. But it's a process of just continuing to learn and ultimately question your own hypothesis so many times we think the ideas that we come up with are the best ideas and they are going to win and they're ultimately going to lead to a better conversion rate revenue per visitor etc but if you're like me my ideas are wrong more often than they are right and we're testing and just measuring and, and validating our hypotheses This can really help during the holiday season. So for example, I may say, all right, I want to overhaul my navigation. I want to have this big content block on the homepage and I want to add a spin to win campaign or something like that. So you, all of those three, those three elements I can test. So I can test the navigation change. I can test the content blocks on the homepage. I can test the promotion and and driving people towards a spin to win and likely one, two, or maybe three out out of those won't perform versus the control. So the question you might come up with, well, if I'm making these tests during the holiday season and I'm letting them run for two weeks, how am I really going to earn anything from those? How are, how will I see an ROI since by the time the test is done, I can't really keep them implemented since the holiday push is over and the big campaign is done. That's where this concept of bandit testing comes into play. So bandit testing is a testing methodology which uses automation or algorithms that seek to optimize for your conversion goal during the experiment rather than after the experiment is completed. So this essentially takes, instead of just having a 50-50, if you just have a control and variation, instead of running the test for two weeks and the 50-50 split, and then you learn, you take your learnings and apply it to either just implementing the variation full time or some other mechanism the bandit testing methodology is continuing to tweak and tune the percentages. So for example, if this experiment sees that the variation is starting to perform better, it doesn't mean that it's a statistically uh, confirmed experiment where the variation is going to win 99% of the time. But if the variation is outperforming, let's say it's revenue per visitor KPI and it's outperforming by, I don't know, 5%. And this bandit testing methodology you'll actually start moving some of that traffic. So you might, instead of having a 50-50 split, you'd have a third split with a control and two-thirds to the variation. And continually fine-tuning that through that two-week period. So you are applying your learnings right away to try to earn from your learnings instead of, again, waiting for that two weeks to be over and then implementing those learnings to potentially earn from that. So the common question is, can I do this automated or can Google optimize, automate this for me? The answer is no. The automation for bandit testing is typically something you see more in enterprise tools. like I think Optimizely offers it, potentially a few others, but you can still, I've, I've seen brands do this every year and it's something that we help brands implement as well. It's just a concept of monitoring your test. So you're not going to be continually fine-tuning the percentages every 10 minutes, but if you are looking every six hours, 12 hours, if it's a five-day promo period, you can, and you are running these experiment, experiments like the navigation tests I mentioned, you can make those tweaks on a day-to-day basis. And I've seen brands do this successfully, and you are essentially making those calls on a day-to-day period. So you have a hypothesis. I think a new navigation is going to perform better if it looks like X. You set that up as a test. You run it. You measure it after a day. You make your, your tweak. So either you leave it as is, you see the variation severely underperforming where you might decide to just cut it. Or you see the variation have <clears throat> excuse me, some increase and you might start turning that to, okay, I want to send 75% of traffic to this and while still running the experiment so you'll still get that split and see how the trends change over time. If you've tested in the past over the holiday season, you can create two segments. So if you've tested with Google Optimize, you can create two segments inside of Universal Analytics on where one segment is looking at all traffic where your control, so the experiment that you were running, you're just looking at control traffic. And then a second segment that is looking at all of your traffic that was undergoing a variation. There's three or four native dimensions in Google Analytics. They all have experiment in the name. So if you're creating a segment and you go to your uh, conditions and go to advanced conditions... And just use your dimension filter for experiment, and you'll see those. The variation number or the version number uh, zero is control, and then one, one, two, or three or X is going to be your variation. Anyways, you can just go into UA and play with it. It'll be easier than me trying to explain it over a podcast. And you can create two segments. So if you can, if you test it over the holidays, you can look at okay, well, how did my control traffic compare to my variation traffic, and What I've seen with a couple of our customers that have been doing this rapid iteration and testing over the last couple of years is I'm seeing their variations are performing better than the control. And it's just looking at conversion rate, RPV, et cetera. And that's the validation that ultimately is really nice to have as a fallback to potentially questions you might get from team members of should we be experimenting or testing during the holidays? It's too much of a risk. Again, if you've done this over peak periods, it doesn't necessarily just have to be holiday Q4, but... Over other holidays, you can look at that comparison and say, well, actually it has helped us. We have you know, a 3% or 4% increase in conversion rate. And if you compound that or, or calculate that during a big holiday season, that could be, uh, be a big win for you. So that's bandit testing. Again, it's likely if you're using Optimize, you won't be able to automate it. But it's just it's don't sit on the sidelines and experimenting and testing your own, questioning your own hypothesis and ultimately proving out that it's going to be a win during the holiday period and uh, just stay on top of your uh, data, check in every day, Uh, go into Google Optimize or Universal Analytics and make those decisions and fine tune that percentage of traffic per variation. Or you can just move things to personalizations or cut them off. So a few example experiments that we've seen over the last few years that have performed well, specifically during the holiday season, one is going to be your pricing. UX. So there is a great article I'll put in the show notes that has 50 different pricing UX examples. Uh, One of them is the rule of 100, where you give a percentage discount when your price is under $100 and give absolute discounts when your price is over $100. So if you have a $120 blender that you're selling, uh, you'd want to give a absolute discount if, again, it's $120 price instead of doing I'm going to do public math here, but a $10, uh, 10% discount, you would do that $12 off versus 10%. So that's a rule of 100. Again, that's in the, there's an article listed here in the show notes. Uh, visual contrast to sale price. So having your original price and sale price. So different font colors, smaller font size. And you're, again, trying to distinguish between the sale price and the original price. Positioning it with wider horizontal space. There's actually a call out where men... Uh, perform better. So the color red performs better uh, in testing in males, which is, uh, again, something interesting. You do want to test and validate yourself, but there's just a lot of really nifty tricks that would be fairly easy to test in Google Optimize without a a ton of dev effort. And uh, something might stand out if you look at those 50 UX examples and compare to what you have today. The other one that we see this perform pretty much all year round is going to be personalizing content from influencers so if you're are if you are planning on being fairly heavy with driving traffic from influencers during the holiday season and you're using coupon codes or things like that is make sure to set all of your utm so have all of your utm source medium campaign content etc make sure all of your inbound links are tagged and then you can use that inside google optimize to personalize the content. So if you're using influencers to drive traffic and deals to your site and they are tagged with UTMs, then you can use google optimize to look at UTM campaign equals influencer xyz and then adjust the content. So the content can be showing their cup, their special coupon code name everywhere throughout the site, not just on a landing page. It could be changing out just having little text highlights, you know, as featured by or recommended by influencer xyz whatever it might be but just use the utm values as your targeting condition in google optimize and then personalize the content however you want to do that that performs very well and we've seen this perform very well over many brands over many years and uh it just it makes sense because short attention spans people can't always connect Remember what they clicked on and any details, coupon codes, etc. once they navigate through a couple pages on the site. So just make that experience really easy for them. Another item that we've seen tested during the Black Friday, Cyber Monday period is, is actually the main menu. So if you do have a lot of deals and sales going on, make sure to... Don't get too fancy. You can have your sales or deals called out in your main navigation. Call it what it is. Don't try to create potentially terms or words that your average customer won't know right away. You may know it internally, but just really keep it simple like the KISS approach. We've also seen it tested as the first item in navigation, having a different color. We've seen that perform very well during peak holiday traffic periods. And you could also hide it. So if someone's farther down the funnel or coming in through an abandoned cart campaign, whatever it might be, you can also test hiding that so it's not a distraction. So if someone's coming in from an abandoned cart and you don't want them to go essentially back up the funnel and go into the sales deal navigation, you can hide that from navigation as well. Another one, which is interesting, this might be dependent on your dev resources, but looking at your... Icon based navigation. So a lot of people will be on phones and there's a really good graphic that I'll link to in the show notes as well. But if uh, if you're holding the bottom of the phone, it's very easy to use your thumb to click on a bottom navigation. So think that the Amazon icon based nav in the bottom of the phone or Apple's browser bar in the bottom of the phone now is you can use that same place for again, deal callouts, promo callouts, etc. Uh, versus potentially hiding that behind a mega menu that's in the top left and it's just a little bit more complex and, and time consuming to go through that process to find the deals and promos or ultimately showcase the deals and promos to customers two other quick examples here on experiments that we see perform very well that might be worth testing yourself again holiday season very heavy on social proof and reviews don't just leave your reviews to the default sorting on your product page. If you collect UGC, try having your default sort show the UGC in the reviews first. You can test having the highest rating products, or sorry, the highest rating reviews first. But just don't leave the reviews to the default sorting. You can test these typically through a URL query parameter. Again, a very simple setup in Google Optimize and. Uh, yeah, give that one. Uh, we see reviews obviously perform very well. So if you have them, test, uh, test the default sort to something else, potentially positioning other places on the page. And then the one that I've seen win, I think, for 10 years straight is product flags on a collection page that are just calling out if a product is part of your Black Friday or Cyber Monday deal. And even if every product's on sale, I've still seen this test perform every single year. It's just have that product flag. On every product, so it's very clear when a user is browsing on a collection page. Again, you're not the only site that they will be browsing. They're going to be browsing many different sites. So ensuring it's very clear, hey, this is on sale, it's Black Friday deal, you can have a percentage off, you can use the colors uh, red or black in the flag, so it's very clear. And again, this is one that typically these product flags, if you are using an app, they will have a class, just like a CSS class associated with it. So it should also be another easy experiment to test so you can have it enabled in all of your products and then use Google Optimize to hide it and again see how that performs. And if it performs well then you can just leave it at a, a 100% or if you see it potentially not performing well then you can hide it and it's if you're just listening, hey Brad said implement the product flags on the collection page and it'll perform better. And let's say it doesn't perform better if you are testing and experimenting that you'll know that right away and you can Pause that experiment so it's not running for the entire promo period. So that's it. Today's episode talking a little bit about bandit testing and how you can use that to just rapidly iterate the percentages that you are driving to each control or variation rather than waiting for two weeks. So it's earning from your learnings while the test is going on versus waiting, again, two weeks for it to run and then apply your learnings. And then a few examples from the last couple of years that are fairly easy to implement and set up and we've seen perform pretty well. So hopefully one of those will work for you. If you have any questions, feedback, thoughts on Black Friday, Cyber Monday, promotions, testing, et cetera, I'd love to hear them. Feel free to reach out to me and I will do my best to get back to you as soon as possible. Until then, I'll talk to you next week. Did you enjoy today's episode? If so, we release two new episodes per week. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else that you subscribe and listen to your podcasts. I also have a favor to ask. I'd really appreciate if you could leave a comment or review so I can learn exactly how to improve future episodes for you. And last but not least, if you want to connect with me, find me on LinkedIn by searching Brad Redding at Elevar. That's E-L-E-V-A-R. Or you can DM me on Twitter. My handle is I am Brad Redding. I look forward to connecting with you. Thanks again.